the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, where you'll have prime cuts of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. Located 729 Lee Road, just two blocks west of I-4 Orlando. Guys, we have a great program for you right now. We have great guests today, and we're going to go right into them right now. Um, We're going to have a sports theme to our program today. And, of course, a major topic for many of us in the state of Florida and college football fans around the country, especially in the southeast, has been the fate of the uh, Florida Gator football team this year. And um, you know, we're going to have a very um, – we have one of the foremost authorities, actually, on, on observer and observers of Florida Gator football. Franz Beard is joining us once again today. He, of course, he's a senior writer for – Gator Bait Magazine and a lifelong uh, observer and authority on Florida Gator football. Friends, thank you for spending a few minutes with us today. Good to be with you again, Roger. It's been a while. Now, what, um, you know, just uh, the first question and most basic question is, is is what happened to this season? You know, from it just seems like a few weeks ago, um, Gator fans were relatively um, upbeat uh, about taking Alabama down to the wire, a game that actually could have been won. Um, yeah, had a nice dominating win over a decent Tennessee team um, that, I, that I actually was fortunate to attend. And then next thing you know, there's been a, a monumental collapse. Um, can, can you bring us up to date. What's going on? Well, the Gators went through a three-game losing streak. Uh, first time that's happened uh, uh, under Dan Mullen. They had never had a three-game losing streak. Um, and, of course, that set the fans off. And, you know, you look at, you look at this. They, the Gators are six plays, essentially, over the last two years away from being uh, a 40 and eight in the Dan Mullen era instead of 34 and 14. They've, uh, this year, they, the Gators are five and five. The difference between five and five and eight and two, handful of plays. Uh, it's just, it's mind boggling that a team can lose as many close games as the Gators have have lost. And, of course, it hasn't helped anything that you've got the national media out there screaming about recruiting. And, uh, Lord, and, and it seems, you know, I, I'm not going to say this is the fault of the media, okay? Don't, don't get me wrong on that. Um, I'm not trying to assign blame to anybody here. I'm just trying to point out the facts. 
But the facts are that the more the media talked about the recruiting deficiencies and and how, oh, my gosh, if Florida didn't start recruiting at a higher level very, very quickly, they were going to have have a serious problem in the next three or four years. They're going to lose a lot of ball games and everything. Uh, it, it just has spiraled from there. You add it, you add that in with the losses, and all of a sudden, people are, the perception is that the Florida football program is spiraling out of control. Is it out of control? Is it spiraling out down? Well, they haven't won, but I got to tell you, I don't necessarily think that it's out of control. I think they've hit a bad spot. But, Roger, I, I compare this to, in many ways, to um, what happened at Notre Dame. And if you look at Notre Dame from 2014 to 2016, Notre Dame went um, 22-16, and 16, okay? Not good. And during that 22 and 16, there was a four and eight, very un Notre Dame like four and eight in 19, and excuse me, 2017. Fans were calling for uh, Brian Kelly's head on a platter. They were saying, This we cannot have. You know, fire the guy. The guy's terrible. Yada, yada, yada. On and on and on. You know how fans go. You know how. It is, and the, the, the media just seemed to be, you know, the media were like sharks, fooling sharks. They were, it was a, it was a regular frenzy. Um, it's very similar to that. Uh, Mullen is, as I said, he's 34 and 14, and Roger, you, you'd never guess it if you listen to the fans and media, but there's only eight teams with a better record in the entire country over the span of time, only eight. That's not too bad. No, that, that, that's if you take. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, that's a great perspective, and I would say I, I generally see things the, the same way that you do. Um, and I'll just make a couple quick points. Uh, yeah, and don't worry about criticizing the media on this show because that's one of the reasons I created this show was because I, uh, you know, have so many. Uh, I don't know. I just you know just um, yeah. I, I guess I find myself uh, thinking you know many many aspects of the media, uh, especially the mainstream media and the mainstream sports media can can improve. Uh, now you add to that the bloggers and the whole um, everybody you see online, and it's. Um, you know, it, it it's kind of a low, very much of a low standard, and um, I mean, I, and I think the whole the the advent of of social media, of course, Twitter and Facebook has added you know much fuel to this uh, this this frenzy of, of noise in the system, if you will. And, you know, I I I think it's personally what I would advise all Gator fans to do is to take a deep breath and, and look at it basically exactly the way that you did. Uh, you you offered a, a perfect example of Notre Dame. You know, having a, a a bad season, a four and eight season, and bouncing back very quickly. Of course, uh, Coach Kelly learned from that season and, and made some uh, made a lot of major major changes, which I think certainly um, Mullen uh, you know, theoret- theoretically <laughs> can do. Um, and that's let me just put my cards on the table quickly, and then I'll go back to you. Is that I'm not a fire the coach guy. 
you know, I, I defend coaches. I'm probably one of the last defenders of coaches in almost every scenario. And there are two reasons for that. One is, as a coach myself, uh, I have a heart for coaches, and I know how, how, how tough the job is. And, but secondly, um, if you look at the big picture, and you've, you've shown a great example of it, um, his, if you look at you know, the big picture, um, you know, to me, the biggest thing that, that can, can damage, severely damage, and even maybe destroy a, a major Power Five college football team, um, especially a, a good one, uh, um, is instability. And and I think that um, personally, uh, you know, I would I would advise against and uh, try to tell myself, put things in perspective. Don't don't overreact to one bad season. Um, and anyway, so that's I'll just share those thoughts with you. But um, now now back to you. What is Dan Mullen's status right now? Well, I, I think it's up in the air. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Um, I don't think any. I, I think there's a handful of people that that have a clue. Dr. Fox, the president of the University of Florida, Scott Strickland, the athletic director, Dan Mullen, Megan Mullen, his wife. The guy that writes the checks for the uh, University Athletic Association, the boosters, maybe one or two others. That's it. I'm sure Jimmy Sexton is aware. Jimmy Sexton is the super agent who <laughs> I think it, if you're a who, if you can make the who's who in coaching, then Jimmy Sexton is your agent. If you're if he's not your agent, you're not in a who's who yet. Um, they're the only ones that really know. And we've got about two, yeah, two minutes before our, our next break. And, um, and, and you look forward to having you come back with us after that break. But that leads to another question I had down the line. And how much influence do the boosters have now? And, and who, who will make that? Who's going to be making that decision on Dan Mullen's fate? Well, uh, I, the boosters are going to have a say. They, they're the ones that write the checks, and they are going to have a say. Now, how big of a say? I don't know. Uh, I'll go back to Notre Dame. The boosters wanted Brian Kelly gone. Make no mistake about it. They wanted him gone after the 2016 season. So what did Jack Swarbrick do? He sat down with Kelly, and Kelly came in with a plan. That's just, this is the important thing of how to revitalize the program. He brought in five new coaches. He brought in a new offensive coordinator, a new defensive coordinator, five new coaches. He brought in Matt Bayless to, to streamline and, and the change the strength uh, uh, staff. You know, one of the things we keep hearing, and I know you've heard, it, is Florida is soft, Right. Yeah, and, uh, I, and, I, I agree, and I agree with that, but, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. Matt Bayless was brought in with one basic, basic command, and that is make us tough again. Make us a team that will get out there and bludgeon you. Uh, I, could, <laughs> I could throw in what, ha- what has happened with Florida basketball. I don't know if you saw the Gators beat Florida State. 
this past Sunday. Oh, oh absolutely. Florida had grown men out there who were physical. And they, as Leonard Hamilton said, they out-Florida stated Florida State. And they did because they got physical and they were tough. And this is what Kelly did. He brought in Matt Bayless, who was, believe it or not, he was here with Mickey uh, Marotti on Urban Meyer's first staff. Uh, great strength and conditioning guy. He brought in a new, brought in Bill Reese and said, you're in charge of personnel and gave them the money to have to totally revamp the way they scouted and, and went after personnel. And, Top and, to and, bottom. And Five Fran, new coaches. Fran, that's, a, that's a great voice. We're up on our break. We'll take a quick break. That's a great place to stop when we come back. We'll continue to speak with Franz Beard, senior writer of GatorMate magazine and authority on Florida Gator football um, with us today. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, it's great to be with you today. Of course, the Roger Franklin Williams Show is a program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. We're great to have you joining us, and right, we're pleased to have you joining us with our great guest, our great lineup of guests today. A little bit later, we'll hear from our friend Vito Fear of Network Sound and Video. Right now, we're talking sports, and we're have a pleased to be joined by senior writer for Gator Bait Magazine, Franz Beard, well-known throughout college football circles as an authority on college football in general, and particularly on the Florida Gators, and he's a lifelong observer of Florida Gator football. We'll go back to Franz in just a moment. Before we do, I want to give a shout-out to our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain and all the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. And that you know that, once again, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic has been voted best chiropractor. So if you're in pain, I encourage you, I urge you to call Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Also want to give a shout out to the guys up at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair and let you know that they sell the best lawnmowers and power equipment products in the business. You can find out more about them at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now let's go back to Franz Beard, senior writer for Gator Bait Magazine and authority on Florida Gator football. And, you know, Franz, when we took that break, you were shared with us. We, we essentially, you know, shared our, our, our mutual opinion that, you know, d- d- despite this down year, um, you know, I'll speak more for myself than for you because I'll let you <laughs> speak for yourself. But I, I'm certainly in the, in the uh, opinion that you know, Dan Mullen needs to return as the head coach at, a, at, uh, for, at University of Florida. Um, and, you know, my primary reason for that uh, is uh, stability. I think the last thing the program needs at this moment is instability. Um, and and, and Mo, Mullen is a proven good coach. And uh, that all needs to be taken into in, account. Um, I think the risk of, of destabilizing the program, um, because there are no guarantees, no matter who you hire, all you got to do is look across the landscape of college football for the last hundred plus years. And you can see sometimes even the, you know, the, 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 the best uh, resume type uh, coaches and even 
coaches with successful track records don't always have success uh, in new programs and new jobs. So anyway, I, I, I'm an advocate for Mullen coming back. However, you know, you know, when you pull back the curtain and take a hard look at the program and, and uh, you know, there are some, you know, <laughs> disturbing things that obviously need to be improved upon. So that's kind of where we, we left off when we went to the break. And you made the point that Notre Dame had a very similar situation just a few years ago, a four and eight season, and 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 they did uh, uh, take a hard look at the program, do, do, um, make numerous uh, and dramatic changes, and uh, they've gotten themselves back on track. Now, and just for the sake of, of our listeners, I would like to um, just examine, you know, and take into account that, as, as I've said before, I, I'm an advocate for for Mullen coming back, but let's. Take a look at some of those, you know, problems, if you will, and and some of the reasons that that the, the detractors are are so fired up. And from my perspective, I see uh, essentially three to maybe four things: one, weak defense, and Coach Dan Mullen's failure to change defensive coordinators before uh, apparently he was forced to this season um, is, is one thing. And um, two. Uh, the rap that uh, Mullen's not not a good recruiter. Um, three, uh, in some cases, maybe his personality. That's what I hear from insiders in the program. Of course, people that aren't you know, like myself that aren't real close to the program would know because I've never met him. Um, and then um, four, um, and maybe even th- that um, he's more of an offensive coordinator than a, coordinator than a head coach slash program builder. But why don't we, uh, I'll just let you uh, start. Why don't we start with, with, with number one, uh, the, the defense, because I do think that is a, has been a glaring weakness and, and it, it's, you know, one of the main reasons that, that this season's fallen apart and, and, and Mullen's under fire right now. Well, you know, there was a lot of pressure for Dan to bring in a, a brand new defensive coordinator after last season. Uh, he didn't do it, obviously, uh, but th- there was the pressure was there. You know, there's no no denying the pressure was there. Um, he didn't do it. Um, there are people who believe that he should have fired. Um, his defensive coordinator. After the LSU debacle, in which LSU ran for 86 bazillion yards, I think they averaged, what, 106 yards a carry or something like that. It was some ridiculous And number. pretty much uh, uh, running the same play over and over again, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they, they did. You know, here, here's the amazing thing about that ball game. Is Florida turned the ball over four times. The, the Florida offense gave up 21 points. The defense got run all over, and yet the game, it was a one-possession game. And some people would say that's all the reason why Dan has to go, and others would say, wait a second, if you can play that badly and you're almost, and you can score 42 points and you're almost in a position to win the ball game, then we don't need a wholesale change as much as we need to tweak the situation and make some make and change accordingly. And, and I do want to and, jump and in. I think this is the yeah. dilemma that that Scott Strickland's got. And, and, and why do you think uh, Dan Mullins stayed so long with uh, you know uh, coordinator Todd Grantham? Because, and this is my opinion, but it comes from observation and from you know observing football and you know for t- sixty years. Um, 
the defense has not been good. I mean, I would even, uh, you know, in, in the spirit of Yogi Bear, I would say the defense wasn't good when it was good. <laughs> when it was good, it wasn't good. And what I mean by that, um, you know, before everybody was clamoring about it and the stats looked half, halfway decent, Florida really wasn't playing top-level SEC defense. They, could, they struggled all along, uh, even when they were winning 10 games a year in recent years, uh, with getting teams off the field. They had to outscore teams very, very often, and, and the tackling was atrocious. So why do you think Dan Mullen tolerated that for so long? Well, you know, I, I think that uh, yeah, I've heard it from both sides. One of them is that he wanted to get rid of uh, uh, Grantham last year, but was told because of the buyout, it was, it was a $2 million buyout, was told that uh, you have to wait. And some people are saying that's true, and, and I've heard people say that if Mullins stays an extra year, it's because they are giving him a mulligan on the Grantham deal because uh, uh, the buyout was too much and they wouldn't do it. I've heard, also heard that it was totally Mullen's decision. Um, somebody made that call, okay? Somebody made that decision, whether it was Mullen or Scott Strickland. I don't know. But I know this, it was the wrong decision. He should have been gone. Um I understand why Todd didn't want to go. There aren't a lot of jobs out there that pay $2 million a year. Uh, you may find this hard to believe, Roger, but I've lived on less than $2 million a year. I actually have. <laughs> and <laughs> there aren't a lot of $2 million jobs out there, or else you and I would have one, right? So, exactly. Um, I don't know what the case is on there. I do know this. He's got to find one. Now, I can also tell you this. There is no end to the number of good coordinators that want to come to Florida. A lot easier to find a really good coordinator, believe it or not, than it is to find a really good head coach. And that brings me to my next question, which is, or or point, not question necessarily, but for all of the folks who are suggesting that Dan Mullen is gone. Take a look at the shrinking pool of good coaches. LSU wanted Mel Tucker in the worst way. Mel Tucker just got a 10-year extension that's worth $100 million. That's $100 million yeah. with an M. Yeah, and let me just jump in on that real quickly. I've started to hear Mel Tucker's name mentioned, you know, frequently on on message boards and so forth for the Florida job as well as many others. Well, take a look, hard look at Mel Tucker's record. If I'm not mistaken, he's only had one winning season prior to this season. He's having a, huge, a big season now, but and that's where I say go back to perspective. Mullen's track record as a head coach is better than Mel Tucker's, um, and many of the other people mentioned, uh, you know, to to replace him. But Mel uh, Tucker was seven and twelve coming into this year. Now he's nine and one this year, so that means he's sixteen and thirteen, and they're giving him a ten-year extension. They say, "Well, this guy can do it." Well, you know what? Uh, for the first uh, thirty-five games of Dan Mullen's 
tenure at Florida, the Gators were 29 and 6, and yet there were people who were dissatisfied with that. 29 and 6. I endured the seven years prior. I endured three years of Ron Zook. I was a wait until next year Gator. I know what it's like to have to endure. I think you probably do too. You've been around the state. You understand. No, you hit it. With the, I, I was uh, grew up and raised and went to college and was out of college for quite a few years during the during the uh, wait till next year era, which lasted about seventy years. So until Spurrier came in nineteen ninety. So I I see it exactly the way we, we, you do. I think uh, that's one of the biggest arguments for Mullen is look look at what he's done coming into this year. Look at what he did at Mississippi State. He's proven he's a good head coach and that's what frustrates me is a lot of these people being mentioned uh, as his replacement so enthusiastically on the message boards don't have anywhere near like the track record that he's got um but you well, know well, france we got to go to our next break can you stick around with us for one more uh segment yes i can oh, wonderful friends will please stay with us on the roger frank and williams show and special guest franz beard senior writer for gator bait magazine we'll be right back Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Excited about having great guests on our show today. Right now, we're speaking with Franz Beard, senior writer for Gator Bait Magazine. And authority on college football and specifically a lifelong observer and a current authority on Florida Gator football. Go back to friends in just a moment. Before we do, I want to, of course, let you know about our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Let you know that Florida Door Solutions supports our program. They support all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. And I also want to let you know that if you or any member of your family or a friend are looking for a place where you can take your car, truck, SUV, bus, any vehicle that you own, uh, if you're looking for a place that will service that and take care of it and fix it with honesty, integrity, and dependability, I urge you to get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. No job is too big or too small for the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. It's where I take my car. I've been taking it there for over 20 years. They're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. And please tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now back to... Franz Beard, senior writer for Gator Bait Magazine and authority on Florida Gator football. And we've been discussing you know, the, the season that Florida's having and the noise in the system, if you will, um, up towards Coach Dan Mullen and the cries for his, uh, him to be fired and then also a lot of uh, advocates for retaining him. And you know, certainly uh, myself and Franz are advocates for retaining him. And I personally do that with, with some reservations, but, um, you know, um, that's kind of our topic today. Um, 
now, but we are taking a look at some of the reasons for for the noise in the system and the people that the, the reasons people are disappointed and, you know, some of the reasons that this season has, has not turned out to be what, what anybody expected or hoped that it would be. Um, now, friends, let's talk about the – and I will say that one of my – you know, as I'm going through my own personal evaluation of, of thinking about whether Coach Mullen should come back, should come back or – um, is is I am concerned that defense is not a, a big enough priority for him. Um, so anyway, I, I'll just put that on the record. Um, and I'm also concerned that to this point, he doesn't seem to have done a great job of, of, of putting a great staff together around him. And I think that's one of the crucial aspects of an elite um, head coach at a power five school. And, I, and I'll just say one more thing and then we'll go back to you. To you is I, and I think a problem – that Florida has, and I think you even alluded to it um, back um, when things were, were quote-unquote going well for Mullen, is expectations are so high, <laughs> um, pretty much all over college football, but especially at Florida, and it's been that way my whole lifetime, um, and I'm sure many years before, is, is that here's what I think the crux of the problem is. And I don't, even if Mullen comes back, I don't, I don't think it's going to get a whole lot better in terms of, of the noise in the system in that I think Mullen's a good coach, not a great coach. (laughs) And you know, what you get from great, from good coaches are good results. You you don't always, you know, normally you don't, you're not going to get a lot of great results. And, And what I mean, that's, you know, obviously the consistent in the hunt for national championships, national championships, consistent uh, SEC championships, that kind of thing. So I, so that's just the way I would evaluate it. That was my, that's my opinion on Dan Mullen. But, um, um, and, of course, we also we know Gator fans are expecting um, you know, great coach results. Um, and one of the reasons I'd say that Mullen's not a great coach is because of you know, the defense, because he hasn't, you know, he hasn't shown a, an ability to put a great staff together. And he, you know, he, he doesn't have some of those, um, you know, do some of those things that, that the great coaches do. Um, but anyway, now now back to you. And, I, and of course, one thing that, as you mentioned, at the top of the list of the detractors is is recruiting. Um, is recruiting under Dan Mullen as bad as, as, as the perception has become? And, and what is the situation with Dan Mullen as a recruiter? And what kind of talent do the, do, do the Gators have there? Well, the Gators have good talent. They don't have great talent. They got enough talent to win games. Do they have enough to win championships? That's the question everybody's got. Um, There are people out there who say, no, they don't have enough. But, you know, how how is it then that for three quarters you dominate Alabama? Somebody tell me. Tell me how last year against Alabama with, uh, when they have 15 draft picks on that team, Tell me how is it that Florida is basically four stupid penalties away from beating Alabama and beating them soundly. In fact, it it was a one-possession game, but you take four critical penalties away and Florida wins that game walking away. That's talking about the SEC championship game last year. People don't realize how tight that was. And how many yards after the critical penalties Alabama got to score and scoring touchdowns on those drives? Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Alabama was looking at at 
third and eight. And this is in the second quarter. Kyrie Campbell comes off the field field on the substitution five yards from the sideline. He basically slows it to a crawl. Alabama snaps the ball. On the play, however, Florida breaks up a pass. Should be fourth and eight. Alabama should be punting. What happens? Florida gets flagged. Too many men on the field. Third three. Third three. Alabama gets first down. The next play. All of a sudden, the drive goes another sixty-eight yards. They score a touchdown. Whoa! And I will say that's what. what, Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Instead of fourth and eight on their twenty-eight, they end up scoring a touchdown on that drive. Yeah, and, and that to, to me is one of one one example, probably the biggest example of why, um, you know, I, I guess I would phrase it. I, I'm I'm an advocate for for Mullen coming back next year, and that's mainly because of the 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 downside of the instability issue, and also who who you're going to find at this point. And the, as you said, pointed out, the market's very 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 thin right now for for head coaching talent. Uh, but it's what one of the big concerns, the biggest concern I have about Mullen personally is, is a lack of what I, I would term that is discipline and accountability and seriousness. And that all comes down from the head coach. And I think that's a weakness uh, for Mullen. And, you know, that's something that that, you know, p- people that I think it will have to be um, would hopefully will be would be Im- improved um, you know, if, if he if he if he's retained. But now I would like to. um and we we didn't even mention gotten into the shoe throwing incident, which to me that was a big deal. A lot of people tried to poo poo it or whatever, but um, I, I think that once again that was an example of just a lack of seriousness, discipline, and, and accountability, and the consequences were absolutely huge. Um, but in our, in our remaining few minutes, I'd like to go back to to Scott Strickland, the athletic director, and of course he and Mo, Coach Mullen were together at Mississippi State for for quite a few years, and he's the one that hired Dan Mullen at Florida. What what is uh, Dan, uh, Scott Strickland's status? Is is he in a in a strong position right now, or is he possibly vulnerable? Scott Strickland is as strong as he can be. He's not going anywhere. I know a lot of people want to say, "Oh, he's in trouble." No, he's not. I know people want to say, "Well, there's the women's basketball scandal." Scott Strickland has handled that perfectly. Uh, people underneath him did not, and there are people underneath him that need to go. And uh, the president of the university is going to have to decide, have to give him the okay to make that happen. Quite frankly, that's what it's going to be. I'm not going to get in point fingers, name names, but um, let's just put it this way. Scott handled that one well, all right? Uh, I'm not trying to sound like I'm, I'm a big, you know, I'm totally you know, all in for Scott. I've got my head up, up Scott Strickland's butt. No, that's not the case. I just know the situation. Scott's in good shape. I don't envy him. I wouldn't want to have his job right now because you're walking a fine line here, here, Roger. You know, do you fire a guy that actually has the program this close? Do you realize there's only nine Division One programs with rosters that are younger than Florida? Nine. That's a great point, and one of the 
many reasons I wanted to have you join us today. And I, I, and that's where you have to wrap things down. We're inside two minutes before our, our next break, and we've already kept you longer than we anticipated um, than we asked you to. But I, I'll just say to, kind of, to, to close things, I think the answer is, is, is what you mentioned at the top of the show is retain Mullen, but um, really he's going to need he's going to need some coaching, and and really you know take a hard look at the program, take a hard look at some of these flaws that that he has, and and was he the kind of guy that will acknowledge that or, or is he not, and um you know but and 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 improve the things uh, that need to be improved you know in much the same model that Notre Dame did back in two thousand sixteen, um so but anyway um. Francis, it's been great to ha- have you join us. And uh, any any closing thoughts that you'd like to share here in the last 60 seconds? Well, here's what I'll say. Dan needs to come to Scott Strickland with a plan in place and say, this is how we can do it. And it's got to be a right plan, and it's got to include there, – there, there can be, there's only one sacred cow on his staff, and that's wide receivers coach Billy Gonzalez, who I think is as good as there is in the country. Everybody else, everybody else is subject to termination. I hate to say that, but it's true. But he needs to come with that. And if he doesn't have it, then Scott Strickland has to have his guy lined up, ready to go, because if, if Dan doesn't have a plan to change it, then he's got to go. And what has to happen immediately after the FSU game is, is he's got to be fired, and the next day or the two days after, we got to be having a press conference with the new coach because if you don't have somebody lined up, Roger, I'm sorry, then you better to keep Dan Mullen. Thank you for your insights. Franz Beard, senior writer for Gator Bait Magazine and authority of Florida Gator Football. Well, friends, we're going to get our next break. When we come back, we look forward to being joined by friend Vito Sierra of Network Sound and Video. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to have you joining us today. Hope you enjoyed the conversation with Franz Beard. Took a little detour into sports, particularly Florida Gator football, and uh, hope you hope you enjoyed that conversation. I um, wanted to, now it's time to be joined by our friend Vito Fear of Network Sound and Video. Before we go back to Vito, I want to go to Vito. I, want, of course, want to let you know and give a shout out to our, our friends over at Thompson Jewelers. Derek and all the great people at Thompson Jewelers let you know that Thompson Jewelers has everything that you'll need this Christmas season and every day, for that matter, for that very special person on your shopping list. And the thing about one of the things that I want to emphasize so much about Thompson Jewelers is the personal service, the dedication to personal service. It's a family-owned business. They have been in um, business since 1948, over 70 years. And one of the main reasons they've been able to do that and have that success is their dedication to serving their customers. I encourage you to get over if you 
have any need or desire for jewelry. And of course, as we know, jewelry is a, a difficult, can be a difficult item to purchase for a lot of reasons. I urge you to encourage you to get over to see the great people at Thompson Jewelers. They'll help you and they'll help you without pressuring you into anything in, in any way. And they're located in Orlando in the Colonial Plaza at the corner of Colonial and Bumby. And they're right next to Old Navy. And in St. Cloud, Kissimmee St. Cloud, they're right on the Kissimmee St. Cloud border in the Hobby Lobby Plaza on Highway 192. That's Thompson Jewelers. Now let's go to Vito. Vito Fear of Network Sound and Video. Vito, hey, great to catch up with you. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Roger. Wonderful day in the neighborhood, as they say. And as you uh, heard me, uh, you know, of course, as everybody knows, we are rapidly approaching Thanksgiving and and then right behind that, the Christmas season, which it looks like it's arriving a little bit early this year for, for a variety of reasons. Um, and I know, as it was, we said for many years now, Network Sound and Video is the perfect place for absolutely unique and personal Christmas gifts. And kind of you bring us up to date on what's happening at Network Sound and Video in terms of the Christmas of, of Christmas season and Christmas gifts and, and some suggestions you might have. Sure thing, Rog. The uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving season started for us back in July, I think it was. <laughs> People know that they've got to get this stuff in because we get piled in with everything and nothing goes quickly in here. We restore stuff. Things don't, tapes don't necessarily transfer over, you know, easily as they used to. Of course, we do audio and video videotapes and we do all the camcorder cartridges and records and reels and cassettes and every imaginable thing anything that's old audio video we bring back to life and restore it into newer formats like cds dvds flash drives and hard drives and such and that has been keeping us absolutely slammed here thank god boy we are we've been really really blessed no problem with the receiving all the folks in here we're telling them get them in early because it takes a little while, and uh, we'll get them ready for them for the holidays. So we still have some openings here for Christmas if they wanted to get them in. And sometimes you mentioned it, too, even if we just get a partial, just if we got if they brought us 20 cassettes, for instance, or tapes or records or whatever, we'll get a good portion of them so they've got something for the holiday season, and then we continue them after that. But uh, they, they still have time to get them in for the Christmas holidays. And, and, as, and as you pointed out uh, as well, you know, it, as we all know, Christmas can be a very stressful time, and, and as we all know, there are certain people on our Christmas uh, list who are more difficult, and in some cases, much more difficult to shop for uh, than others. And oftentimes, those are the people that are that are closest to us, the people we really, really, really want to get that perfect gift for. And one thing that you pointed out is, um, you know, we have a tendency to think, well, the gifts are in the malls or the gifts are, are at Amazon. Uh, well, oftentimes the gifts are in our own closets, um, you know, in, in basements. Can you, uh, you know, speak to that? Exactly, exactly. And I tell folks, don't worry about those barges that are stuck out there in the sea, you know what I mean? Because, yes, your your pre-Christmas gift could be right in that closet or attic or your garage if they pull these things out of there. And these are so special because it's not like something that you can buy in the box stores, of course, nothing wrong with that. But if you wanted to get something that is super, super special, and our clients tell us this every single day, it's just amazing bringing back old memories of the little kids, the grandkids, and, and they're, we're restoring these for uh, uh, people of all ages, Rog, every single age. They love, who doesn't love seeing them on themselves on TV, for instance? You know? We're watching themselves on camera or film or video on big screen and now they're sharing them on uh, flash drives and putting them on the smart TVs, you know, which will play these things. 
and it's absolutely fun. And they and, and they're back and back getting copies made for such and such, and 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 they're digging further into closets and attics to find everything imaginable. But we have a blast here. We really do. And I'd like to have you speak uh, briefly to you know, the actual form and format, if you will, because I know. I learned a lot by becoming a customer of Network Sound and Video and didn't quite have a have a clear idea of exactly what you did and, and what you can do. And one of the things that you can do is take – and you do it every day for people – is take that huge box of pictures and – or might be – VHS tapes or even eight millimeter tapes or whatever. You have these huge boxes that we, that so many of us have. And you can literally reduce that to what you call, you know, what you uh, described as a thumb drive. It's a, a little device, if you will, that is about the size of your thumb. And you can put all that information, all those precious memories on that thumb drive. Can, can you talk about that? In other cases, you'll get it on, on a CD or a DVD. Right. So let me give you an example. When folks pull into the parking lot, and our parking lot's right out in front of the windows here, and we see them get out of the car, and as they do, the trunk pops open. We know we're in trouble. We've got to go out with a hand truck because they've loaded the big Walmart tubs with their videotapes and their film especially. Film is extremely heavy. And we do every facet of film from 8 millimeter to Super 8 millimeter with and without sound if it's Super 8, and we do 16 millimeter also with audio without, you know, without and uh, those cases and cases of boxes can be 30, 40 pounds heavy. And these folks are bringing us in. So when they pop the trunk, we know, get the hand truck, man. We're going out to the parking lot and unloading them. And when we hand them a few, like, discs, you know, you can get thousands of feet footage, for instance, of film onto a couple of just small DVDs, for instance, or that little flash drive, like you said, the USB thumb drive. We can get all of that onto one thing. They can't believe it. They just absolutely cannot believe it. And that we've restored all that into such a tiny little digital file that now they can share with friends because they've had the only film, they've had the only slides, they've had the only videos of the kids, and kids are all over the country and haven't seen these things in 30, 40 years or even more. So it makes it really special. But, uh, yeah, we, we love taking that hand truck out there and helping these folks in with their boxes and boxes of items. In fact, you, know, you, you last time I was over at Network Sound and Video, you, you, you were doing that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You come in here once in a while, and you see, you actually see, is that wow, this is amazing. And and they're and what do they do when they first come in? Yeah, we heard it on the radio or something like that. It's really great. So they they're they're always anxious to tell us where they heard it and which station and what time and who they were listening to. And it's really great because we appreciate them listening to the radio. And uh, and 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 they know that when they get in here, you know, we've been in business for over it's going to be forty two years if you can believe that this year, uh, uh, or two thousand. So it'll be it'll be 2022. It'll be 42 years of doing audio and video and uh, and everything in between. And so we've got a lot of experience and a lot of equipment in order to get this stuff restored, and it brings back memories that are just uncomparable to anything else that you can buy. And that's the other thing I'd like to mention in our closing minutes. And, and your customers, and so many of our listeners are your customers, know this, but but many people haven't visited Network Sound and Video yet. Is you're not just professionals, you're friends. And you have a personal interest. You take up a, a personal interest in these precious memories that people bring you. And you take you and Rhonda take great joy in making them look as, as, as good as you possibly can. 
And I think that's what really sets well, – I know that's what sets network sound and video apart from every other purveyor of what you do. And there are not that many of them <laughs> to begin with. Uh, and and most, of the, most of the other people that do what you do are located um, you know, outside our market. They're located in New York or Chicago or L.A. or somewhere, uh, which necessitates boxing everything you've got up – Taking it to FedEx or the post office or wherever, sending it off to strangers, and 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 really, um, you know, and even if uh, best case scenario, um, professionals take care and and do the job right and get it back to you all <laughs> in one piece and get it all back to you, um, is is it, it it's a very antiseptic type experience. Whereas dealing with network sound and video with Ron and Vito, it's a very personal experience. Roger, most of the people that walk through this door, the first thing they say is. We're bringing this to a real place, somewhere that they know they can trust everything. They did not want to just put it in a box and ship it out, especially so local right here. And we're here, you know, we've got uh, daily hours. We've even been in weekends from 10 to 2, and they can uh, they can bring in everything, meet us, shake hands, grab a cookie, a coffee, whatever it is, and and, and know that their, their precious uh, archives are going to be restored so that they can share. And uh, they, they've, they've been bringing in so much stuff like their pictures and their photographs and their 35 millimeter slides i almost forgot to mention those things are really heavy <laughs> they come in those great big books there's like 500 pictures in a book right and they're bringing those in and we restore all of those to flash drives and and digital hard drives that's amazing and externals and every imaginable thing just come see us we're here we don't even have an answering service when you call us you're going to talk to a real person so be ready and that was the last thing in the last minute i wanted to point out uh, is is that you're easy to find. In addition to all that, you're actually easy to find. You're right there located, conveniently located on Ronald Reagan Boulevard, 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. And and friends, they, Vito and Network, uh, Vito and Rhonda love for you to drop by and say hello, and they love to meet you. Uh, they're located 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. You can, as you, as Vito said, you you can call them, and a live person will answer the phone uh, if you call during business hours, and that's 407-834-8555, 407-834-8555. And, of course, you can find them 24-7-365 at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. Thank you, Vito. Exactly right. Thanks, Ryan. It's always great to talk to you, great to talk to your wonderful audience, and uh, we're blessed to be able to be here. And if we don't talk to you then... Uh, Have a blessed uh, Thanksgiving and hopefully a blessed Christmas coming up. Give us a call. Thank you, Vito. And thank you, friends, for listening to The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.